Oh my god, this air conditioner is incredible. It is. I don't know what we would do if we didn't have I mean we what drag the podcast stuff into the other room? Who's my little air conditioner? Bethany. Bethany. And Sean. And Sean. We are a couple of nuts. Talking. Who's there? Yeah. Who's your little air conditioner looking at me, keeping me cool? We probably are going to start being emotionally attached. I mean, there's a cute little penguin on it. Do you see the little penguin? No. Yeah. Oh, I see it. It's little. called Pinguino. Pinguino. And on the O, there's a little penguin. How adorable is that? That is cute. Yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What's up, nuts? What's up, nutties? Let's mix these nuts oh, up. Oh, shit. It's time for a couple of nuts. nuts. It's your favorite podcast. In the world. It's your favorite hour of your life. With this Boy and it's girl. your favorite podcast in the world. It's the best hour of your life. Wow. Whoa. We just came up with that on the fly. On the fly, everybody. That's what we do. Message us and we will make one for you. Knock, oh. knock. Hey, knock, knock. Who dare? You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> God, we're so nutty, aren't we, though? We are on a bunch of pistachios. You with the pistachios again. I like saying pistachios. I like that it sounds like a stachio is mad, like pissed ashio. Like, who's ashio? Pistachio nut. Yeah. Cashew nut. nut. Peanut. Almond. Walnut. Chestnut. Uh, I love that movie. Best, coconut. Best in show. If you haven't seen it, you need to. Hey, is a coconut in, in the nut family? No. You sure about that? It's a fruit. Isn't it? It literally has the word nut oh, in it. You know what? I think we... Didn't we discuss this before? We talked about coconuts before, but we didn't discuss whether it was in the it's nut fruit, family. I think... That Let's makes see. sense. I mean, it's obviously not a nut. It's a, it's a fibrous, one-seated droop. Also known as a dry droop. Oh, shit. They're classified as a fibrous one-seated droop. It's a fruit, see, with a hard stony covering and Damn. A couple of nuts teaching. You're welcome. Oh, shit. Send your kids to a couple of nuts. Schooling. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'll <sighs> teach you something. You'll learn something. Who needs school when you got Akon? When you got Akon. And that's us, A-C-O-N, a couple of nuts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Us, like us. Akon, subscribe talking, us. Review podcast, us. Review us. Love share us. Share us. Listen to us. Share us. Share us. More importantly than all that stuff, share us. Spread the word about yeah. Akon. Don't you want to discuss this with somebody else and be like, who are these two? Just tell one other person. Yeah. That's it. If each of you just told one other person time and time again to listen to us. <laughs> yeah, a different person every episode though. That would really mean a lot to us. Yeah. We love doing these things and uh we love making you smile and laugh and feel nice and we're happy to be here with you and we're happy that you invite us into your lives. So Yeah, we don't know if you're driving in a car, you're sitting on your turlet, maybe you're at home. Yeah. But we enjoy being there. We want to know. Take a picture while you're listening. Oh, that'd be great. Hey, While oh, you're listening, shit. take a picture of where you are, a selfie. Take a selfie or do a screenshot. And post it, yeah. And send it to us so we can repost it and we can look like, we can show people how famous we are. Yes, we're all over the world. Like our Ireland people, our Australia oh, people, India, our American up. people. Take a picture. Maybe you're on the beach. Maybe you're on your rocking chair. Maybe you're in your kitchen yeah. cooking something and listening to us. Whatever it is, we want to know. We want to know so about dope. it. We want to know all about it. There's there's so much to talk about and just not enough time. Am I right? But Akon makes it possible because we talk about many things in an hour. We do. So we're going to keep bringing it to you, the weirdness, including today. We have some pretty cool. We have a new segment. Let's just go right into our new segment. Let's just get right into it today. It's called Fear and Fetish. Fears and Fetishes. So we're going to take Wait, some... Wait, is that right? 
fetishes? Uh-huh. Fetishes. No. Fetishes. fetishes. Yeah. This is called fears and fetishes. Um, I have a fear of you saying that again. Fears and fetishes. That'd be like you saying fetishes and then I get wet. That would be a fetish. That'd be dope. Listening to people say words wrong. That'd and then be I'm dope. just like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh shit. use me. Oh, use it. Use me. Fuck use yourself. Me. Fuck yourself. There's this one porno star. His name is Nick Manning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Howard Stern used to have him on and play his things. But he, the way he talks is very, very degrading. But he'll tell the chicks that he's banging to use him. And he'll say, if he's doing them doggy style, he'll say, bring me back. Bring, bring me, back. me back. Bring me back with all you got. Use me. Use it. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Oh, dropping loads. So whenever he comes, he says he's dropping loads. Wow. Dropping loads all over your You know what? He probably wanted to be a wrestler. He would have been. He was buff and he was big. Yeah, he He could have been a wrestler. He just didn't want to get hurt. He could have been a wrestler. He should have been. And he dropped loads. I feel like we need to write a song about him. Oh, man. Dropping loads. Could have been... What he could have been, a wrestler, instead he went porn star. What he could have been. Have been. Right? So, welcome to Fears and, and fetishes. fetishes, where we're going to maybe just talk about this whole episode, talking about fears and fetishes. We'll see how long it goes. We don't really, we don't set anything up. We just see where it goes. So, go ahead. So, what the deal is here is I have a list of fetishes pulled up on my screen, and Bethany has fears. And I'm, and we're going to, say it to each other and then we're going to try to guess what it is now we're just going to keep this in alphabetical order so that every time we do it we just take it from where we left off yeah so we'll do like well i don't know we'll try five who knows we might go more or less we'll just start with a yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna start, start with, well i have so many a's though there's a lot here too i might not even we I might, might not, not get, even get through, through them all it. yeah okay because i've also pulled up the wikipedia for the first one so i'm gonna go deep on each one Oh, shit. All right. I'll try and do that as well. So you could do that. Just copy and paste the name of it and throw it in the search on the brand new page. But I guess I'll start it off since I'm all yeah. I'm all prepped yeah. and ready to go. And uh, this is a fetish that people are into. And uh, let's see if you if you know what it is. Okay. Acrotomophilia. Acro. Tomophilia. Acro. Acrotomophilia. A C R O T O M O P H I L I A. Acrotomophilia. Um, I'm going to now. Here's the funny thing. I was in spelling bees, and I'm really good at spelling. And I'm going to try and break down the word because I hate. I don't want to just guess. I don't like that. Acrotomophobia. I feel like acro. Acrotomophilia. Philia. P H I L I A, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I would say either something to do with maybe fucking up high or fucking. Interesting. Or fucking upside down? I don't know. Interesting. Why? Is that weird? Is that nothing to do that's with That's not what it is at all. No, but it's it's just interesting that that's where you went with it. Why? Oh, because acrobats. Well, so I went with down. acrobats. I went, yeah, like maybe it's it's forming your body, like contorting your body or something. Acro, but the tomophilia. It does the have toma, to do with the body, obviously. Obviously, yeah. The toma is is like like I think of uh, hypertoma, like all those blood thingies. Um, or lymphoma. No, that's foma. Uh, toma. I don't know. Acrot- acrotomophilia. Acrotomophilia. You want me to hit you with it? Hit me with it. All right. So it's when an individual expresses strong sexual interest in amputees. Okay. And it's a counterpart to apotomophilia, the desire to be an amputee. Whoa. Weird, right? So there's wait. There's a fetish about wanting to be. There's an a counterpart fetish called a pot, a p o t e m n o p h i l i a, a pedomenophilia, but uh, acrotomophilia 
is when someone wants to bone an amputee. Okay. That's interesting. Now, let's discuss if either of us would be into it at all. Not as a fetish. Obviously, we don't have it or we would have knew what it was. Yeah. Um, even if I do know what it is, doesn't mean I have the fetish. But is that something you'd be into? Me. Personally. I just mean like, is that something you've ever thought about? Like no. being No. Have I masturbated to amputee porn before? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Is it something that I'm into? No. In other words, if an amputee girl was blowing you, you'd come hard. But it wouldn't be because she's an amputee. It's because yeah, her no, mouth's on I'd, your dick. I think I'd come normal. Yeah. That's I what I mean. I think I'd come normal. That's what I mean. Well, I just meant because you're getting blown. There's, okay, so the overview here of acrotomophiles may be attracted to amputees because they like the way they look or they may view the amputee stump as a phallic object which can be used for sexual uh, hmm. pleasure. Acrotomophiles may enjoy the idea of dominating the amputee during couples play and they may also become aroused when the thought of having to take care of an amputee. So that's a caretaker oh. inside of them. Okay. And then they actually did a survey on this. In a survey of acrotomophiles, leg amputees were preferred over arm amputations. Um, amputations of a single limb over double amputations and amputations that left a stump over amputations that left no stump. Mm. Okay. So in a it's survey, so, yeah. Isn't leg, that interesting how like much they like leg research, research they've done on this, who right? Did they like survey? who are they surveying? Just like, did they put out a Craigslist ad? Like, Hey, are you dating an amputee? Can we ask you some questions? Like I think about where does Wikipedia get the info of this? Yeah. Because when I think of like having sex with an amputee, it would just be like, I fell in love with somebody who lost their limb. It wouldn't be like me going out to the club looking out for who's missing something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Apparently there's people. By the way, everyone in a club is missing something, oh, right? That's true. That's a true. Yeah, uh, I feel like an amputee has got a lot more to offer than most of the people who go to clubs. I, actually, I used to have a lot of fun going to clubs. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, it also says here, it talks about people that are willing to remove limbs to to satisfy their partner. What? Yeah. Like. And then you break up and then what? And then what? I mean, oh my God. It's called body integrity identity disorder. Oh my gosh. What the fuck? There was this really cool movie called. Oh, I was writing it down. What? Because I thought I would write a movie about it. Oh. No, well, there was a movie called Boxing Helena. Did oh, you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. With the chick from Twin Peaks. I and, love that movie. And that guy that played Warlock where he was obsessed with this girl and he he managed to like, he kidnapped her, essentially. Right, right. He, That's less. He like hit her with his car and then brought her home and then started removing her. Or no, no, he just did. He removed her arms and legs and he put her in a box so he right. could keep her. Right. That was not her choice. I'm thinking of writing a movie about, oh uh, yeah, you know, someone falling in love with somebody and them not being able to go there until they lose a limb and yeah. then they're like, okay, I will remove my leg for you. Yeah. I love you that much. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And then I will definitely write in a breakup scene. Oh boy. Yeah. That would be rough. Because why would you, you better not do that. Like, how can you chain yourself to somebody, especially because you're the one who needs something else and the other person has to lose something for you to, to gain something. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, if it was you with the fetish and you needed to be an amputee, that's different. Yeah. Oh, right. my goodness. Okay. I agree. But there you go. That's nice. Uh, Acrotomophilia. All right. Arousal to amputees. Here we go with my first one. Mine's going to be a fear. And I will say this. This fear, I think, is pretty common, I would say. And it's... I might say this wrong. Achluophobia. One more time. Achluophobia. 
Acluophobia. A C H L U O phobia. Acluophobia. Acluophobia. Is it a fear of igloos? No, igloo is not the correct fear. Okay, a clue. I just thought the ooh. No, no, it sounds like igloo, but it's not spelled at all the same. Um, and I, I'm not sure how common that is. Yeah, I don't. But I like it. Yeah, I like it. I hope there's a fear of igloo. If not, we're going to make it up I'm and sure we're going to add it. There is a fear of igloos. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. Fear of igloos. Let's see. A cluophobia. Phobia is related to the winter season. Oh shit. Uh, okay, so we will save that because it probably is. That's a whole other thing. Oh wait, here we go. Oh, no, it's not. I so don't there's no there's, fear of igloos? No, it's okay. just, no. All right, so it's, do you want me to give it to you? Yeah, what is it? It's the fear of the dark. A clue. A clue. What does that have to do phobia. with the dark? I don't know, but it says it's a common fear of phobia among children. Okay. And to varying degree adults. And there's a fear of the dark that, that, it's like something could be in the darkness. That's oh, yeah. the fear. I get the fear that. is like there's a possibility or imagined dangers concealed by the darkness. Oh yeah. So monsters, something under your bed, you know, uh, that kind of nature. It's not what's interesting is it's not the fear of the dark. It's a fear of what's in the what's dark. What's in the dark. Correct. Yeah. So that's the acluophobia. I go there sometimes. Like I'm not scared of the dark, but there are times where I go there and I get scared oh, uh, while almost I'm in every there night. Because I feel like I start creating something and then the more I think about it, the more it's appearing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, especially when like there's a little bit of light in your room and oh, then yeah. it just fucks with you. You see shadows. I also have fears of putting anything off my bed still as an adult yeah i just picture a creepy hand grabbing it and then i immediately have to move my feet and, and hands back in always why is that i don't know without it's fail so though. illogical it's so it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense because why would we have that fear now obviously i had it since i was a kid yeah. and i always equated it to like not to be not to be a downer but i always equated it to like perhaps somebody kind of uh, looming over me as a kid or so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not being traumatized, but I still have it to this day and I hate it and I wish there was a way to eliminate it because yeah. sometimes it's just comfy to fucking hang your arm off the bed. I know it. And I can within three seconds. I, I, I picture it in the moment. I did it last something night. Cool. Yes, me too. Especially since it's hot and I have the sheets off and stuff like yeah. that. I lay my hands. Honey, if I have a finger, if I if my hand's like this and just this much of my nub of fingers hanging off, uh-huh. I have to pull it back on the bed. Yeah, I get it. Crazy. I know for me, having my feet hanging off, there was this movie when I was a kid. There was this horror movie I saw in the 80s called The Gate. Oh, yeah. With Stephen Dorff and it was about, they opened this portal to hell. Stephen and King, isn't it? The I Gate? don't think it is. No. no. But- they open the portal to hell and these little demons come out of the portal in the backyard. These two kids have like a sleepover and, and these little demons crawled up on the bed. Ooh. That's why I, that's where that fear started for me. I was, I didn't have any fear of that when I was a kid, but then when I saw that, I got scared that shit was crawling up the bed, crawling on my legs. Then I did a Ouija board and then I started hearing feet dragging in my room. So then I was like, fucking only safe place was under the covers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was directed by Tibor Takax. Yeah, we should watch that. Good yeah, one. I would love to watch that. That was done in 1987. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, so, I remember that when I was five years old. Holy shit. But that's that's what I mean. Like we obviously saw things. Yeah. Maybe I saw the same movie and don't know it. Or you, you know, I remember my family having like a really dark sense of humor. Obviously, that's probably where I get it. Yeah. So they might say these things that aren't necessary like i'm still terrified of basements yeah like if you turn the lights off and i'm in the basement i'll lose my shit do you have a scary basement story i have so many scary basement stories especially in my old house scary basement darkness story well i remember so my old house growing up 
um, that I lived in my whole childhood uh, had a basement in it, like a walk down full on basement. And we had never finished it. It was like they started building things, you know, different walls to make a bedroom and living room and all this stuff. And then there was a laundry room and a and and the game room. So the game room was all the way in the back. And it was like a big closet where all of our games and toys were. And I always wanted to play games. So I would be like, mom, play a game with me. And we play family games every week or whatever. And because I always wanted to play it, I'd have to go and get the games. So I would try to do it as fast as I could. We would all pick the game. So I already knew what I had to grab. And I would turn on every light run down the stairs, okay, it was all the way in the back, Yeah. open that door, turn on the light, and even with the light on, look at, look at my... I see that, yeah. It, this part of the basement was so terrifying to me, and oddly enough, what a weird, weird thing to have all the toys in it. I had something similar, by the way, but sorry. I would, you know, I'd have to look, because we had so many games, and I'd find it, and I always felt like someone was behind me, mm-hmm. and someone was, like, touching my shoulder. Oh, when you start thinking that, there's definitely someone there. Oh, uh, honey, my look at my arms. Yeah. And most of the time, I couldn't grab it. Yeah. I, I would run right back upstairs and be like, ah, and be like, I can't get it, I can't get it, and... No. I mean, also, my brother would lock me in the basement with it in the dark, and I'd lose my shit. There's so many things in that basement that scare me. Um, but that was that's mainly that toy room. I yeah. never went in there, never played with toys or games because I didn't want to go in that room. That's yeah. Our games were stored outside as well in our pool room. So like, it, I would have to go out there. Mine wasn't outside. Mine was in the basement. Right, but I'm just saying, mine was away from mm. other people mm-hmm. and I had to go outside in the dark if we wanted to play at night and I had to be and it was a dark little room like why was it why are the games stored in these why dark they, creepy yeah. areas I don't know what the and then fuck? why do the games have that energy to them yeah like but that yeah yeah it was weird I don't dark like it and, uh, your, your mind can go wild in there so that I don't suffer from that phobia but it kicks in a little bit here and there in the middle of the night sometimes. Well, doesn't that mean you do then? No, because I don't fear it all the time. Right. It's 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 interesting. It's like the longer I'm in it, I guess we just have a vivid imagination. I think we do. And our mind runs wild. Yeah, because if I'm up at night, like the first, I don't know, 30 minutes, I'm not really thinking about anything. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I know it bothers you that I go on my phone, but it's mainly the reason I go on my phone, yeah. so that I don't think about the things that I see and, and create and wonder about. Sure. Uh, I also end up hearing, every, I have really, really good hearing, so I end up hearing these noises that I think someone's breaking in, I think somebody's outside vandalizing, I think I hear people what walk up our stairs. What is that? Every night when we go to bed, Ooh, yeah. it sounds like outside, Thumping. I mean, it sounds like they're blowing shit up underground, it sounds like, like there's it's a, air. It's a bassy, yeah. low, and it's not like someone in a, ra- in a car with a radio. It's these... It's like a thumps. war. Yeah, it sounds like a giant is walking through our neighborhood with a pretty like a like a 20 foot gate it really does every night there's these crazy explosion sounding thuds it's wild and every time we go what was that what was that and sometimes we get out of bed to check it out we kind of stopped just because we started hearing it so much yeah like okay nothing we can't find anything yeah but and then we're like, what is California fucking doing? Yeah, there's something night. going on underground. Yeah, because it's sky. always after two or yeah. one. Yeah. Either in the sky or underground, they're doing something. It's crazy. All right, what's your next one? Well, really quick, I wanted to go back to acrotomophilia. I just I looked it up again, the and it comes from the Greek words. So the first one, acroto, is having the top cut off. Okay, so see acroto, I that's where I messed up because I I p- I sliced it by acro. Oh, acroto. Yeah. Having the top cut off, and then uh, also from the word acron, which is extremity, and then philia is love. Okay. So Sh- that kind of makes sense. Acronym is like 
the cutting off of words to just yeah, yeah interesting acro. Yeah, yeah there it is okay so here's the next one okay agalomatophilia agalma agalmatophilia that's it now i said it right agalmatophilia a g a l m a t o philia well see that makes me want to go with agoraphobia just because it's ago so it makes me think like maybe people are involved well uh no no i mean like more people than let me think agalma oh it's agal there's an l in it a g a l m a agalophilia okay let me see what that makes me feel agalmophilia agalma 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 an amalgamation no algebra al gore yeah <laughs> yeah oh no it's a fear censorship oh no you're oh. doing fetishes um algoraphobia i think that it not phobia philia, philia. you're doing the phobias right, right. i'm doing okay. the philias sorry guys here we go algoraphilia um yeah i'm just i'm gonna i'm just gonna Agalma go for a philia okay so the toe part of the other one uh, was shortened or I don't know I guess uh, um, I don't, I'm doing it in front of crowds I don't know huh. it's involving sexual attraction to a statue doll or mannequin not even close or other similar figurative ob- uh, objects objects so so then do they have sex with the object or they just stare at it? Um, the it's attraction may include a desire for the actual sexual contact with the object, a fantasy of having sexual or non-sexual encounters with an uh, animate or inanimate instance of the preferred object. So it sounds to me like this is different, though, than like ju- like some people are in love with cars, you know, and they kiss their cars and they have sex in their car. But this sounds more like it at least has to look like a body. Because you're saying doll, statue, and what was the other thing? Uh, Mannequins. And mannequins. So at least it looks probably like what they like. Yeah. And they also... In a body form. Yeah. They dig like watching if two statues get it on or two mannequins get it on. Yeah, but how do you make that... How do you make two statues get it on? I don't know. I don't know. But like dolls. So like... They'll make dolls like fuck each other. Yeah, yeah. That comes from like when we played Barbies and stuff. Yeah. When I played with my friends, they were always boning. Oh my God. I made my G.I. Joes bone each other all the time. And I used to make my wrestling figures bone each other all the time. So basically all of your little like toys were gay. Yeah, I'd have like the warrior, ultimate warrior going at it with the Hulkster or Macho Man. And then I'd have, you know. That's adorable. Have uh, King Cobra going at it with G.I. Joes. Or I don't think I had any. Did I have any girl? I think I had a She-Ra action figure from oh, He-Man. Nice. I don't know if I got her involved with any of the weird stuff. <laughs> That's funny that you were like that respectful for to women. You were like, you know what? I'm going to save this for the dudes. Yeah. Can I tell you something kind of creepy? Babe, I love creepy. Okay. Okay, so when I was a little kid, anywhere between the age of 8 and 11, I want to say, my uh, next-door neighbors I would hang out with, they were these two dudes, brothers, and they had a little sister. And I'd hang out at their place sometimes, and um, the little sister had Barbie dolls. Mm Mm-hmm. As she should. As she should. And you know that Barbie dolls have booby dolls. As they do. Under the clothes. If you Mm -hmm. take the clothes off, there's no nipple or anything. There's just, but there's the shape of a breast. Yes. Mountains. So I remember being over there playing one day and nobody was around, but the toys were just kind of scattered around the house. And I saw the Barbie doll there. I picked it up. And I kind of peeled its shirt off a little bit. And I gave the boobs Kimses. Oh. Yeah. Two little Kimses. And then I kissed them. Wait, wait. Did you kiss them like that? The like, or did you kiss them like. I think it it was like. 
kind of like a like aggressive. Well, yeah, aggressive because I didn't yeah. know what I was doing, and it was quick because I didn't want anybody to see me. Well, doing you did it. know what you were doing. You're like, I want to put my my mouth on this, on this hill. The, I hadn't seen any porn or anything like that yet, but I did it. I did it twice. Like I and I looked around to make sure nobody was looking. And then I kimsed him again. Yeah. And I put it down really quick so nobody could see me kims it. I feel like the second time I did it, I looked around. I was like, mm, ah, Yeah, like you got more. away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this I, is mine. You know what I think is funny? Because you said no one saw it. How great if like 25, 30 years later, your two next door neighbor brothers are like, do you remember when that fucking guy Sean came over yeah. and he kissed the Barbie boobs like yeah. twice? It was super aggro about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be they so. They were watching me the whole time. What if they I thought about that too? Like, just see what you would do. I guess it was the early '90s, maybe late '80s, so they couldn't have had cameras in their houses. No, <laughs> honey. I feel like you would know about it already, anyways. If yeah. they did, they would have already Facebooked you, like, bro. Remember when you kissed my sister's Barbie titties? Well, you know, that family went down their own on their own journey, but that's a whole other story. But I don't think I had, I don't have that philia. I definitely wasn't attracted to the Barbie because it was a doll. It was was because it had feminine features. Yeah. And uh, that's what I'm into. I like that. And I liked it when I was a kid. And I, I went for it. But, um,. That's uh, that's what a galmatophilia is. It's a uh, sexual attraction to a statue, doll, or mannequin, or similar figurative object. I remember when I was younger, I I would kiss my teddy bears and dolls because I was practicing sure. kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had nothing to do with the doll. Like it could literally be any fucking doll. Yeah. Like Teddy Ruxpin, fucking dinosaur doll or thor like it didn't matter it was just like let me just practice on this bigger size doll that was closer to my size i get it yeah i used to hump my pillows yes of course you did hump them boys humped we hump can i tell you something else that's pretty weird yes please i boned my couch once what boned it I heard you. I meant like, how do you bone your couch? In a crevice? Yeah. So it's like... Like full on raw dog? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm gonna Wait, let, raw dog? Raw dog. Oh, I'm shit. I'm going to let everybody in on this story. Here's getting to know me a little this more. This is dope. So like, I think this is this obviously when I was right before I became... 24? Sexual, yeah. This was like, I was <laughs> 33 years yeah. old. And um, I was, you know, living with my parents now. It was when I was, I was still in... I mean, I had to be middle school, so mm-hmm. I was doing the puberty thing, and on you know the couch has cushions. Mm-hmm. You can lift the cushions up. So we kind of had this kind of it was very common couch. It felt looked and felt kind of silky looking, and it had like floral patterns. Oh, it was I green totally know what you're talking like, about. I think it was my grandparents from like the '60s or '70s. Yeah. But but like you would touch it one way and it would look a certain color and you'd go the other way and it would cha- get no, darker. That? No, 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 I know what you're talking about. That's not it though. Oh. But it was like this silky thing. But so anyways, I don't know how I figured it out, but I was obviously masturbating a lot at the time. And I figured out that the couch, if I'm on my knees, it's the perfect height to like yeah. just slip it between the cushions yeah. and like the actual couch that the cushions lay on. Yeah. So did I, you push down yeah, on the couch? Oh, yeah, 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 shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did it. Yeah. I did it. No Zero lube. No zero. lube. No nothing. And I remember it kind of hurt afterwards. Of course it hurt. I did it one time and I pushed down, applied the pressure and just went to town on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I came. I came in my couch. Oh, no. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. I don't know if there's a... Uh, a fetish for couch fucking. I'm sure there is. Well, did you keep doing it? No, it was the one time I did it and it was just so fucking weird. It obviously felt great when I did it, but it, I think I got like a burn, like a rug burn on it. Yeah, I can imagine it. Chafing. I totally boned my Did you my clean couch. up Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think it left a little stain there. Of but course it was it under the cushion, so people weren't lifting up the cushions. But I always knew. I always would like kind of lift up the cushion and look at it. But yeah, I did Are that. Are you like, that's my couch, that's bitch. That's me. I didn't fucking yeah. own that couch. Yes. That's my couch. Did you try and put your hand in its back pocket? No. Oh. I would make it put its hand, hand in, in yours. my back pocket yes. if it was mine. 
uh, which it was mine, and I yeah. had my way with it, and then I was done with it. So that's, that's a little, how you do it. You, you don't want to buy a cow if you yeah. get the cow, you know. That's a little bit of my history. The couch. Everybody. You don't want to buy the couch right. if you get the couch. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, interesting. So. I have, I have such different stories because we have completely different anatomy. Uh, it doesn't work that easy. Right. So I feel like you probably fucked a lot of shit. Didn't uh, you try and put your dick in everything? I mean. Like, for instance, when you saw that movie, American Pie. Have I never you, fucked a pie. You've never fucked a pie. No. You've never thought about it. Like, What's I'm the, just going to put my dick in here and see what it's like. No, that couch may be the weirdest thing that I had, that I had boned. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the couch. Yeah. Which is pretty weird now it's that I talk about it. It's pretty weird and painful I say it out loud and I think it's great. Please, guys, DM us if you have... If, if you've you had have sex with weird things. Weird things. Please give it to us. Let us know. Uh, I love that stuff. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, one of... Let me give you one of mine now. One of my... Hit me with it. Phobias. Hit me with your fears. All right. Um... This one is acrophobia. Probably know this one. Acrophobia. Acrophobia. I feel like I know this one. You you do. Acronym. Fear of words. No. Tell me when you're ready. Fear of having something cut off. No, Fear right? Fear of amputation. No, but if you can recall what I guessed for it, yeah. it'll help you because I know this one. It's very common. Acrophobia. I totally it's probably know one this of the one. top ten. I'm just drawing a blank on it right now. You are acrophobia. I know what arachnophobia is. Right. Very different. Acrophobia. Fear. No, that's not going outside. That's not fear of going no, outside. No, that's what it? I have. A I don't know about. what's acrophobia. It is fear of heights. Fear of heights. That's why I said when with yours. Yeah. I was like, oh, does it have to do with like fucking up high? Right. Um, okay, so acrophobia, fear of heights. It's an extreme, extreme or irrational fear of of heights, especially when one is not particularly high up. So in other words, it's like more about the idea of being like up on that building that would give them the right. fear. Right. Um. Yeah. Heights are scary. Yeah. I get it. So it says most people experience a degree of natural fear when exposed to heights, known as fear of falling. So that would be the fear of falling, not fear of heights. Right. But on the other hand, those who have little fear of such exposure exposure are said to have a head for heights. So like the opposite of fear of heights is head of heights. Oh. Yeah. And those are the people who are like more advantageous and they go and like hike on Mount, like Mount Everest people. Right. Are like, let's do this. Right. Where a normal person. They get off on it. They get off on that adrenaline rush. Yeah. And then people with acrophobia can experience a panic attack in high places and become too agitated to get themselves down safely. So they may go there and then when they're there, they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have that. I, I have the problem where I, like tell myself not to look, but then I just keep looking. Like I keep looking down at the height of and it. And then does that accumulate the fear? Like then do you start getting fearful? I mean, I don't know. I told you before on here that when I was a little kid and we were up on the Empire State Building, like I was looking down and pushing yeah. my head against the glass. Like it makes me dizzy. Vertigo. Yeah. Like yeah. I get that, but I don't necessarily have a fear of it. No. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I remember when, um, I want to say it was at the Palms. Um, I had to go to a party there. And they have, like, this pool all the way up at the top that the floor is made of glass. So you can see. And it like it's over the side of the building. Right. So you're just looking straight down. And, like, 100 people might be on this floor. And if you look down, you're like, holy shit. Like, right now, it makes my stomach go whoosh like that. Yeah. But I'm able to be there and be on it. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, same with, like, roller coasters, stuff like that. Yeah. Or I can climb a mountain. I don't like anyone. My fear is more of, like, somebody coming up behind me and pushing me. Like, the danger. Yeah, like. Like, fear of 
of trust of others. <laughs> right. Yeah, I like like I like hiking and stuff too, but I I wouldn't want to like be like on a, a small Cliff. ledge right. like having to climb up or anything like that, shimmy up a tiny like fucking two foot ledge. Like Right, wanna, but if I'm clipped in yeah. and we're going, I'm fine. All yeah. In. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Acrophobia. Acrophobia. How about it? Are you scared of heights nuts? <laughs> How come after you say nuts, you laugh every time? It's just a gimmick, you know? It's me. It's me being nutty. It's you being nutty. Okay, I don't know how to say this one exactly, and it does, it's not a philia. It's a, it's a, it's a fetish, but it's not a philia. Mm-hmm. Actirasty. A-C-T-I-R-A-S-T-Y. Actirasty? Actirasty. A-C-T, you said? A-C-T, act, I-R, A-S-T-Y, actorasty. I mean, my natural inclination obviously goes to acting or like somebody being in theater or dressing up. Maybe sure. like dressing up as a character. Okay. They need to be in some sort of, not like a furry, but like they need to pretend to be somebody else. Sure. I guess that's what I'm going to guess. Yeah. I mean, I wish it would give me more of like, it would break down why. Like it doesn't have the Greek definitions for this one, but actorasty is a fetish which is sexual arousal to the sun rays. What the fuck? I would have never got that. Like, what the fuck? Well, now it makes me want to put my puss in front of the sun. A fetish for sun exposure. Often a fetish of tanorexics. Oh, fans of outdoor yeah. sex or those who only date really tan people. Yeah, like, uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Um, Hamilton, George Hamilton, right? Isn't he the one who was always tan? I don't know. He is. George Hamilton? George, who is that? Probably. I know the name. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. But while reading this, I just also learned that there's something called tanorexics. Yeah, those are people who over tan. Addicted to yeah, tanning. I knew that one. See, why didn't you ask me that one? Well, that's not the word. It's actorasty, A-C-T-I-R-A-S-T-Y, a fetish for sun exposure. So George Hamilton is an American film and television actor. His films include Home from the Hill, By Love Possessed, Light in the Piazza. I don't know any of these. I Let's know the see. name George Hamilton. I know. I, I mean, I came up with it. I have no idea. Uh, oh, listen to this. He is perhaps most famous for his debonair style and his perpetual suntan. See, oh my God. Bo Derek wrote in her autobiography that. Well, she is tan too, Bo Derek. Yes, that there was an ongoing contest between John. That's so unhealthy. And George Hamilton to who was tanner. That is so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. He's still alive though. Yeah, I remember reading about there was this thing people were doing. Uh, Men and women, but I think mostly dudes were doing it where they were spreading their asshole to the sun. <gasps> Have you heard of that? Well, no. That was like a thing. That, that was a trend. I mean, I've that, heard of like bleaching your asshole. I forgot what it was. It was a trend for a while where dudes were sun, sunning their butthole and there was like a name for it. Hmm. A perineum sunning. It's called a perineum sunning. Okay. And this is just about the asshole part being Oh, wait sunk? a minute. From sitting over a pot of boiling water to steam the vagina to sticking jade eggs you know where. It it's a, was a wellness trend. Um, 30 seconds of sunlight on your butthole. You will receive more energy from this electric node than you would in an entire day of being outside with your clothes on. So you would spread your butthole to the sun for 30 seconds and apparently it's like taking a shot of espresso. I'm doing this. I'm doing it because sometimes I'm just so out of energy. I I, I would be so down to do that. Let's do if it. If we rented like a little oh, wait, cabin or trailer just- and... Uh, Joshua tree because you can't fully get exposed to the sun here coming through our windows. No. I mean, you got to be outside and it's, yeah. Okay. Wow. Can we write that down so we don't forget because I'm all about it. Perennium sunning everybody. If that shit gives me a bolt of energy like like I just took a shot of espresso. Yeah. Espresso. Espresso. I've changed it. Espresso. There you go. I'm down. I yeah. need it. Yeah, I want that. I want that jolt of butt juice yeah 
pretty energy. sexy. Yeah. Let's do one more fear and uh and then we'll move on. Do one more fear and then we'll wrap it up. This one I feel like I feel like you'll know it just from hearing it. Aerophobia. Fear of air. Yeah. No. Fear of flying. Oh. Yeah. See, I thought it'd be fear of well, fear of being in the air. I guess that makes sense. Fear of flying. Let's see what this says here. Aerophobia. Aerophobia. I feel like a lot of people have that. Oh, I'm sh- I, I feel like you, sometimes they're even on the flight and they're like counting and praying and yeah. Deep breathing. I remember it was for me fear of being sober phobia. <laughs> Oh, man, did I get wasted at some airports and on some airplanes. Let me tell you what. All right. Anyways, it's a fear right? of flying on an airplane. Fear of flying. Yeah. Aerophobia. Aerophobia. I, are you afraid of flying at all? No. I'm not either. I think I've just, from touring and stuff, I've done it so much. It's like you kind of either, you just got to surrender and be like, yeah. okay, I got I, no control over this. I really enjoy flying. I just, they just need to, they really need to fix up the airplanes and make them more comfortable. That's it. Yeah. It's like they are making them. It's like through the decades, it's just gotten worse and worse. And after COVID, I feel like the flights we've taken are got off. They're the worst. I feel like they made the seats even smaller. I'm a tiny person. I can't imagine being you or a bigger person like being a man in these seats, forget about it. Yeah. Um, they're closer together. They do not go back at all. Now you've, there's that joke. I mean, it's such a hacky joke of like the, the seat doesn't go back. I feel like now it's not even an inch. It's like a half inch. Barely. Yeah. It just jokes with now the jokes on us and the, the chair just fucking yeah. just guffaws at us when we try and do it. Well, the best is when you're in an air, this happened to us when we flew home, uh, not too long ago. And, of course, I got the guy in front of me and the guy behind me that were just fucking psychopaths. But the guy in front of me was really pushing that seat back. Like, it obviously didn't go back any further than yeah. he pushed it. And he just kept fucking. Uh, well, uh, uh. But to his defense, I did this. I remember when I went back and I was like, that can't be it. That yeah. can't be it. No, that's it. Ugh, it's- that's it livid and then i had the guy behind me because the his tray to put stuff on is of course attached to my chair he couldn't fucking get it open and this guy was just punching the thing he was piled pile driving the back of your chair i mean you looked at him through the seats and then he was like oh sorry and then he just continued to do it yeah well he still couldn't get it and no one was gonna help him i mean he was like a little baby but he did apologize again at the end of the flight and it is weird. I forgive him. It is weird. I think the necessity to travel now far outweighs the potential of, of a, an airline losing sales. Like, I think that they know we have to get to point A to B. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck it. Let's make as much money, make them as uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Have you ever ridden on a Spirit Airline? No. I Yes. And no, I'll never do it again. The most uncomfortable, most affordable no, no. flight there is. Let me correct that most affordable. They get you. I think Spirit Airlines is made for the people who never fly and have to fly. Because they, they look it up and it looks like it's the cheapest, but by God, you better not be traveling with anything. Because oh, yeah, if yeah, you yeah, get yeah, luggage, yeah. You if you have a carry-on, oh my God, it ends up being double what you would pay True. on, say, United or American. I'm so sad. I was only Virgin. I flew, flew Virgin everywhere. Yeah. I was part of the mileage thing. Spirit is fine for me because I can pack everything in right. a backpack. Right. Like, I'm good. I pack one pair of pants, a couple shirts, some underwear and uh, socks, and I'm set. Yeah, I mean, it depends where you're going and how long. Like, you know, a one-off, great. Then that's that's not a problem. A backpack's fine. That's just me. Yeah. That's how I lived my life. But boy, oh boy, how time flies when you're talking phobias and fears. I mean, we did one segment and nailed it. Holy shit. We just got, I think we knocked three out each. We're barely in the A's, people. So buckle up because we got a lot more fears and fetishes coming your way. Yeah, not necessarily in the next episode, but they'll we'll put them. We'll Maybe salt and pepper them. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe but we'll salt and pepper them throughout. You never know what you're going to get when you get here. I've noticed in our analytics that a lot of people tend to be listening to the necrophilia episode we did. Yeah. 
So we're just trying to give you people what you want. Sounds like you want sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And of course, everybody does the true crime podcast. It's like, hey, check out this new true. How many true crime podcasts can you do? Yeah. No, I'm not slamming on the true crime podcast. Because all I watch is true crime t- t- uh, programs, television shows. Yeah. Well, true crime is our favorite. So true crime is our favorite. Let uh, me tell you, you guys got any problems or some mystery happening near your house or in your house, you let us know. You drop us a DM, you let us know, because we will solve that problem for you. A couple of nuts are here to solve your problems. We've watched so much detective shows that we are basically expert detectives that we could crack any case that you have. Not a problem. I can grow a full mustache within one day if we need to travel somewhere. basically true. And Sean already has a mustache. He just has to shave the rest of his beard. So we're there. We got this. We're ready for it. Let us know. We will crack the case. This was a lot of fun today. And uh, I hope you all learned how to tan your buttholes. Please, if you guys do it, we're going to do it. Is there any perennial sunners out there? Is there any tanorexics out there? Yeah, let us know. Give us a shout out. Jeez. I'm I'm the opposite. Maybe there's one for me. Because I'm the opposite of a tanorexic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah, of us yeah, don't yeah. like the sun. No. But you'll go in it. See. I mean, I work in it, so I have to, but. Right. I, in other words, I would never take that job. Well, I found when I'm doing certain jobs, I, wearing, in the heat, wearing a hoodie and a sweatshirt is. Actually works. Works. The coolest. Yeah. You get like this sweat blanket under your sweater and it keeps yeah. you cool yeah and you'll see these guys out there like the gardeners and the guys working on the the apartment buildings and stuff yeah, like that. they're always wearing long sleeve shirts and, and well uh, you need to protect yourself anyways do yeah. not let that sun hit you everywhere but i think the next time you do get a job babe when it's outside like a one of those jobs that you get all the buds who are working with you yeah to just pop a squat get doggy style and perennium holes to the sun a perennial see, sunning yeah what if you guys accomplish more in one day because you got that perennial sun i really want to do that i think we should go rent a place like in joshua tree no one around and let's yeah. lay on our backs every morning and i think i i need to know do we open the hole do we do we spread the cheeks and try to i think laying on your it? back it's just your cheeks spread and your butthole is exposed to the sun and then boom bam but just 30 seconds because i don't want to get sunburned there. right so yeah. 30 seconds and uh maybe that's where the word sunburst come from maybe good All one right. baby yep. thanks okay mm-hmm. well um until next time we hope you enjoyed a couple of nuts and don't forget to subscribe and follow. like us subscribe review review follow acon podcast on instagram and, and share it a couple of nuts talking podcast on facebook and drop us a line and uh we love you and bye for now stay nutty everybody camp sis mm. Mm. Bethany, Bethany, and Sean, and John. we are a couple of nuts talking.